0: Life I miss afternoon
1: cartoons, man. I watched, I watched the hell out of Ducktales.
0: Ducktales um, was that was also CBS or NBC? I think, yeah. I don't know. Ducktales, Ducktales, and Thundercats were like the same part of. Well, no, they weren't. Well, because really soon, and I think
1: ABC was still involved with them back then. I think well, ABC somebody, and Disney were, because yeah. because pretty soon afterwards, ABC is the one who got them when it was like all the Disney shows in a row, right. and it was oh, they
0: had Tailspin and, and
1: Rescue Rangers and, and, and all that junk and Darkwing, Darkwing Duck. Duck. Uh, that was all on, all on ABC, I think. And Goofy. Uh yeah, and the, all that Goofy junk. But but I mean, it started with with Ducktales. Ducktales might have been on a different channel. I don't right.
0: Know. I wanted. I, I I'd be so curious to talk to to the. To the guys that wrote for Ducktales, because um, back in the day and even now, so it just it sounds like cartoon writing for cartoon TV shows is just like you have to just plow through it, you have to just do it and do it, and it has to. Maybe it's not so much now as it was back in the old Hanna Barbera heydays, where they were just a factory and like nothing could be, everything had to be episodic because you know you never knew how it was going to get aired. It just was all about getting to syndication and stuff. Um, But DuckTales, to me, I think was maybe one of the first cartoon shows that I really liked because it had... Long arcs. yeah. yeah. And, like, really involved long arcs. Like, you had to, like... They weren't super long. They'd be, like, like three episodes. No,
1: they were, like, five episodes. And, like... I only remember three. And they went all over the place. They were epic. They were totally epic. It was a great show because it was, like, this swashbuckling thing. And, uh, you know, it, it... you know, they had a lot of. It wasn't created characters. Huey, Dewey, and Louie already existed, but they were like the kids, and everyone can right. relate to the kids. But the Scrooge McDuck character is like, it's always amazing to me that not only did he have a comic series that was hugely successful, like his his comic books were were big and and uh, people loved his shorts when they started coming out with them before movies, and then the, and then Ducktales and everything is basically about him and and like, you know, he's a he's a rich old bastard, mm-hmm. and, and he's. And uh, he's constantly having to fight against his nature as a rich old greedy bastard. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, and uh, and everyone else is like, you know, like relatively good people. Donald is obviously like... The funniest thing about that is they, they, put, they put them all in a, in a universe where everyone talks normally. And then Donald has this terrible speech impediment where he <laughs> right. just talks like he normally does. And everyone's like, what the hell is he saying?
0: Well, here Dewey, do, we and Louis still have a... Have a you could no, hear what they were saying. Yeah, probably, you can right? hear what
1: they're but saying. But Donald right? just... I just, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. a big yeah. problem.
0: And the dog that was the Admiral was never happy about that. Right. He'd always have him out swabbing the deck. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and he was actually in the Navy. Like right, he, yeah. He, yeah, Donald always used to wear, like, the, the pseudo-Navy gear, and then suddenly he's actually in it, and he would wear the white hat instead, uh-huh. instead of the old blue one that, you know, I don't know, what, did the Italian Army wear that <laughs> oh, no. looked like a shoe with a, with a <laughs> yeah. thing dangling off the end of it? Um, uh, I, I love that stuff so much. That was so great. I used to get Ducktales comics and like Carl Carl Bark stuff and like, uh oh, man, the the Disney comics from like the '60s on were just awesome. They really were awesome. They were, they were good. There, right? there was like there were just these swashbuckling adventure things with Mickey I... and, and Donald and, and and Scrooge and like they. They were in the Foreign Legion, and they fought in wars, and, like, it was Brad. It was like it was weird. like Tintin. It was like Tintin books, That's but it was, odd. like, Disney characters in that.
0: That sounds so un-Disney. <laughs> I remember as a kid, like, I was watching some special features of, on the uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah. And they talk about, like, how, you know, well, Disney starts his thing, and then this one guy from Disney kind of t- takes off and does his own thing, and then uh, Schlesinger or something like that. And then, uh, you know, Tex Avery comes in uh to uh, and that's pretty much where memory melodies and looney tunes and yeah. all that starts being a little more off the wall and a little more bizarre and i mean i think i've always preferred looney tunes to D- to disney cartoons like because like a mickey mouse short he, mickey mouse just always seemed so bland to me he was but if you watch the older stuff he had a lot more personality and he
1: uh he would get frustrated he would he would uh you know, he had a lot. He had bad stuff would happen to him. He right. wasn't just like. I mean, they they put him inside a glass bubble now, and even on the the kids' shows and stuff, he's on. He's the person who basically translates things to the children, and he's the the supremely bland Pollyanna character right. who just kind of is always good. And and every other character has foibles and stuff like that. Right. And he's like, oh yeah, you don't need to be like that. Like he's telling Donald to keep his temper, and he's teaching Goofy not to be so retarded. Yeah, right. And you know, so on and so forth, and. And uh, he is he's super bland
0: like that. But, I mean, I think it just... Uh, but then, like, th- things like DuckTales and Darkwing Duck, and, like, all those cartoons were great. And I don't know why. I saw this somewhere, and I clicked on it, and it was, like, a a YouTube link or something to, like, an entire episode of DuckTales. I think it was the O Duck episode mm-hmm. with Launchpad. I mean, did you send me that? Someone, someone somehow, I saw it and I ended up just sitting there and just watching the whole episode, and I'm like, this is actually pretty good. Yeah. Like this is, or uh, maybe it was like somebody on Twitter had posted a link. Um, like it was like a funny, well-written episode. Like had a lot of little in jokes, and it was all this launchpad-heavy James Bond. Yeah,
1: but back when animation was like, like you know just booming and and everything was going great with that, and this is you know.
0: Yeah, you had Warners at the same time with with uh, Tiny Toons and Animaniacs and but Batman. Like, you know, when Disney started out, they were going
1: through RKO, so like they they had they had to be like you know subsidized before right. they, they did their own thing. And now they're the biggest thing in the world, but. But uh, all these guys kind of worked for each other and then blew up into the bigger things, like you said. But like the the really, the really big names ever in the cartoons were always people who like you could tell was their thing because of the style of the thing. Um, uh, and a lot of them went into comics, but there was the, the really big guys were you know, like Freeling, like you said. Um, Chuck Jones would have the best uh, Looney Tunes stuff. His well,
0: no, I awesome. agree because they talked about sort of the difference. There's Jones, and then there was another guy who, oh uh, God, uh, Fritz. Fritz Freelicker it's Freeling Freeling, Freeling yeah. yeah and and Fritz was always like he wanted it to be like he was he was the mostly Yosemite Sam stuff which I guess is based a yeah. lot on him being yeah. really like a frustrated tempestuous person and um Jones talks like so quietly and so like like he really like thought about them as characters mm-hmm. and like their motivations and their rationale and stuff. So yeah, I definitely think, but, yeah. But
1: Chuck Jones also uh, ushered in a, a very specific style, which was the apex of Looney Tunes thing in terms of the actual art. Yeah. It was very loose and there was a lot of like lines that went outside of lines and it, and it, mm-hmm. and it just looked very fluid and it was great. Uh, and I think I could be mistaken, but but he came from, he came from Disney or went to Disney after that. He did like sword in the stone uh, stuff like that Like he he ended hmm. up
0: directing with Disney either before or afterwards so he had, he had a large maybe somewhere that interstitial because I know uh, <laughs> the, the, the the special features in this had this show from the 70s it was like a two part show called camera three I guess it was like an art program which I mean sort of thing on PBS or something it would be nice if they had stuff like that and um, they're interviewing Jones and all those guys in the 70s and they're talking about how basically at that point they hadn't done cartoons in a while right and so it was like the stuff between like the '30s and the like '50s in the '60s or something. It was like that stuff is still funny to people. That stuff right. is still striking. And um, they said that right after that 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 show aired, that program aired, like Warner's hired him all back up and got the whole thing going again. Yeah. And so I guess and they they were working for them for the rest. So maybe there was a brief period that he said Sword was, Stone was maybe in the, was, yeah, maybe yeah, in the 70s he did, or something. Yeah, he, he, might, did, he did He did Phantom Tollbooth, um, which is his live-action animation combo. Right. Um, he did that in the 60s. Um, well, uh, there was another guy for uh,
1: Disney named Bill Pete, and I think he ended up doing some Warner Brothers stuff. He mostly worked with Disney, and he ended up writing a lot of... Uh, he wrote a lot of and drew a lot of classic children's books, mm-hmm. which is great. And he, he ended up... Being like after Jones came and did his thing with Disney and then left, uh, Bill Pete was kind of like the main guy who rose up in the ranks. And you see, it, like, I watch a lot of Disney movies now because of my kid,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they're all ones I've seen before, obviously. But you start, I start actually looking at the credits afterwards, and you recognize a lot of the same names moving up and up over the years. Like, right. And then suddenly they're the guy and they're the director. And then you're like, that looks just like the art from his books, which is the weirdest thing to me because he's not drawing a thing he's not he's not animating a thing in these animated films mm-hmm. after like he's an early animator uh, uh, what it is is they they are like here's the character design right like they yeah. have a lot to do with that I want you to draw it in this style and so the artists are that right. good that they just hate no yeah this, they have you know, to be they, consistency <clears throat> um, like that's what an animation and Chuck Jones is the same way his 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 art like you can see Chuck Jones uh, like autographs and stuff will draw a little character on them it's like, that's a Looney Tunes thing, but he didn't sit there and draw everything. He didn't draw anything. No, you know?
0: but that that's the big thing with anime. They have the continuity people, and they have, um, like, when I was watching the Afro Samurai special features, they they talked to a lot of the Japanese guys, and one of them, the guy was sort of laying out, like, well, there's the animation director, and then there's the like, whole director. The whole director is kind of like, right giving you the whole thing, telling how he wants it to look yeah, right. and the animation director is primarily supposed to be making sure that there's a continuity yeah, and a right. consistency of the uh, uh, between all the different people that they're going through and everything else so so yeah you know they they have to make it all look that way um which is important i mean the term uh i, I just watch the watching uh, commentary watching listening to commentaries of uh like Bruce Tim and stuff on those Batman DVDs is really good because he's. I mean, those are those are one of those rare cases where the commentaries are very technical, but they're also very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like 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 he can talk about the stuff technically, but then they also talk about like the the narrative, like what they're doing narratively, because it's like it's like Dini and Tim and like maybe one of the animation you know one of the directors or right. something, and so it's like a combination of three things, and you'll hear like Dini talk about how. In the, the cyborg episode, the hard act episode, that he got the when the the machine goes all anime and crazy, he's like, I got that from watching, you know, Legend of the Overfiend. <laughs> I think it was the animation direct, the director that right. said that actually, and it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and um, but Tim talked about how off model the Joker was in this particular episode okay. of Batman the Animated Series. Have you read the, been reading those reviews on AV Club the Batman Animated Series mm-hmm. reviews that they're posted like every Monday.
1: I don't. I don't think I want to because uh, it would just make me want to watch the show again, and I don't really want to put the time, put into, the time into it. Time into doing that because I, I love that show so. Yeah, well, I got it
0: on DVD, man, it's in of the box. It
1: the best thing, but of course, the character design. I I liked Batman as a kid, right? But that made me love Batman. Oh yeah, it was like it was kind of kiddish and whatever. And Darwin Cook came out of those guys, you know, that, like, that's why his style looks like I think them. so, yeah. That's why his style looks like them, is because he He was, started doing the Adventures he, comics? He, he started doing their thing, yeah, he yeah. started working for them, and so he basically got his style from that, and then if you read all, anything he does on his own, like, he's been doing the, uh, uh, Hunter thing. Okay. Um, uh, the, uh... Hunter? The Donald Westlake books, um, uh, he, he's done, he's doing a comic series that's just a comic series of the guy's first novel. Oh. yeah, okay. what it's called, but the guy's a criminal. Uh, okay. Uh, point blank came from his character, all that stuff. Okay. Anyway, uh, it it just looks like Batman the animated series. His stuff always has like that. that thing, the New Frontier, and all that stuff. It looks just like Batman characters. It always, and I was always like, is he just ripping it off? But then I found out that he
0: he was involved. He, he, he came it, yeah. up through them. Yeah.
1: So he was learned. You know, he was learned
0: that mm-hmm. way. Well, so did um uh, I think even Getty Tartakovsky worked as an animator on that show at one point, and his his stuff is similar too. The the the, the thing they all share is
1: you have you have um, angular points on right. jaws and the back of heads and eyes and things yeah. like that that like make it very. Did like you like see women have a certain type of eye? Right. That occur, you know, the way
0: Tim parts. the way Tim designs characters, yeah, he, he he kind of makes makes men look like triangles where they're yeah big, right, exactly. chested, yeah. and he was he did that when he designed uh, the Flaming Sea, the Conan O'Brien character. That there's that bit yeah, where right. well Conan was like. I don't know how much. I guess he went to Comic Con this year to hang out with them, which is kind of cool because he's on the Warner's Law working on right. T because uh, he's on TBS, and so I guess it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away from where they're doing the animation stuff. So it was just him and Bruce Tim sitting there, and Conan was describing what he wanted the thing like as and Tim was doing it yeah. like as he was doing it, and he would just stopped to crack up because Conan would be like, "No, no, why don't you put, put put fish nets on him?" And he would just go <laughs> and just crack up and then just keep doing yeah. doing it. He's like and then he's like you want you want fishnets and he's like yeah 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 <laughs> he wanted two of something like so, where you wouldn't you like you wouldn't need that and that would you but yeah it was good yeah animated series but, I mean I'm, yeah. I just
1: so much good stuff has come from from that that series not just those artists but like I mean if you think about all the people that uh, that went on to like rise up the ranks in DC and now have control over things with like video games like Dini and all, all the guys that had that that just like you know they were Batman the animated series yeah. and now they're like everything. Now they're like, you know Dini D- 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 gets a lot of control with stuff, but he ends up going off into like
0: I'm not so sure produces, how much control he's really got. He, he
1: produces but... like all the uh the Batman movie like animated movies and he produces Well Tim stuff. Tim Tim is doing well, that. But, but but then, then Dini like uh wrote and uh produced all the uh, uh the video game stuff and they end up and the using video game stuff and up yeah. using all the same like voice actors and everything they right, get yeah. um Kevin whatever and Kevin, Kevin they Con, him, right. And they get uh Hamill to play the Joker and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't played that, that
0: game. Uh, I should do that, just for the hell of it. It's supposed to be awesome. I haven't yeah. played it. I, I, Josh I was want. playing it on his Xbox, I guess. He said it was kind of good. <clears throat> no, I mean, I think that's going to be... That's probably the seminal 90s animation in terms of... Like you said, it really... It, <clears throat> it's because of the way they told stories. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, like, I don't mean anything right now as a writer, but if I ever do... I'll